Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome into Vision Pros Live. I'm your show host, Jackson Callum, founder of First Class Business. We're so excited to have a special guest, somebody I met through the Kajabi event. Now, what's really, what's really interesting is we didn't actually get to meet at the event. We became friends beforehand. We got so excited to see each other, and there's a thousand people at this show, and everybody was amazing. So, like, you couldn't get more than like two people further without just running to somebody else who had an amazing story, and so. I knew we were going to be long-term friends, and sure enough, we're bringing Puelena Pakeli. I didn't want to mess up the last name. Puelena Pakeli, short, you can call her Pua. She has an ex excellent brand called Rebel Media. We're going to be bringing her out in just a minute. And real quick shout out to our sponsors, AvaHealth.us and Epiphany Consulting. You can look both those up very easily online. And also a quick shout out to The Water Project that helps provide clean drinking water to people in Africa by helping them dig local wells and learn how to maintain those so that they can get the water that they need. You and I have it pretty helpful to, you know, gift a dollar or so to help them out with the process. So without further ado, let's bring Pua on. And uh, I'm I'm just so excited to have you. Thanks for being here, Pua. Thank you for having me, Jackson. This is like the most phenomenally produced podcast I have ever seen. I feel Woo! like I'm, uh, that's not celebrity. me though. Let me, <laughs> let me bring him on. Let me bring him on. Oh, this is this man. Hi, <laughs> man. Yeah, go hi, me. <laughs> Hi, me, Gabriela, Cynthia, Zach. I mean, there, there's a lot of people involved in the process, but thank you for that. That's that, I, I can't wait for my whole team to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Great job, guys. We're, just gonna, we're gonna sit in that for a minute. All right, all right, we're done. All right, Pua. So tell me, you you have an amazing brand. So that's one of the reasons why I get so giddy about that with Rebel Media. I looked at it, and like your designs on point, your coloring's on point. You've got this amazing personality too. So tell us about Rebel Media. Where did it come from? What do you do? Yeah. This is a, an exciting story to tell because it's relatively new. And yet I feel like it goes back. It connects to the roots of who I am. Uh, and I, I am a web designer. I design specifically for course creators and Kajabi is my platform of choice. And so I'm glad that that was the way that we got connected. And about a no, two months ago now, I decided to fully rebrand my business. And I went from a solopreneur. It was Pualena Digital Design was my company. And it was, you know, yeah. I just, I liked to design. And I thought I had something that would help people. And very quickly, I realized that I wanted this to be bigger than I was. And I wanted to bring on a team of people who are better than I am at all of the things that I want to offer. So this process, well, thank you. <laughs> This process began, it began in January, but it really began a few years ago when I, you don't start a business to just sort of like not want to grow it to its full potential. I mean, maybe some people do, but I kind maybe. of knew all along that this was going to be bigger than, than me. So I, naming a business is really, really hard. <laughs> so hard. It's, it's like, so hard. So Every hard. Time. Every yeah. time. Or like when someone's like, oh, you know, we're going to do an icebreaker, break into groups and give yourself a group name. And everyone's like, uh, <laughs> like, I know. told, I do. I, I relate to this when, uh, when I was, um, when I moved on from video power marketing and Jake said, Jackson, it's time to spread your wings and go do your own thing. Here's an extra month's salary. Go build. Um, and I was like, all right. I was crying. <laughs> I was honestly crying. I was like, I don't want to leave. I like this company. He's like, nah, you're ready. Go build your own thing. We'll wait around competes do your thing. And wow. I was like, all right. So I, I left knowing that by the time February came of next year, I'd set a mental note, I was going to launch my brand. So he knew that. I don't know how he knew it, but he knew it. And so I was Callum Consulting and nobody can pronounce my last name. So like, what a bad choice to begin with. <laughs> then 
I decided, you know what? I still don't know what my name is. We're going to do J Cal Digital, Jackson Callum Digital, right? You know, I was like, someday I'll figure it out. It took 11 months to realize it was supposed to be first class business and then six years to launch first class business. So you same same type of track. I think there's a lot of people out there. So well, if you were to guess in this audience of people who are listening, you know, the millions and millions of people who could listen, who should be listening right now? Why should they listen? And what are they going to get out of today's call, today's show? You should listen if you have an idea that you know needs to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. You don't know how. You don't know when you you know why and you know you have that sort of inner knowing. Yes, I do web design and you know that's sort of the skill set. But my passion for this lies in bringing people's visions to life. The way I do that is through creating a digital space. The way other people do that can be through coaching or you know venture funding. It's that is the thread that brings us all together. And that's what I'm really excited to talk about today. I love that. I love that. The analogy that I would correlate that to is it's not so much, not so important about the tools the mechanic has, right? The design aspect, that media stuff. It's what car are we working on? Why are we working on that vehicle? What is it that you want to feel as associated with that? Is that correct? Absolutely. You nailed it. Okay. Awesome. So let's talk uh, the fast version first. In 15 seconds, what's your vision? Mm, this time urgency. My vision is to create a space for people to do exactly what we just said, to know that it's okay to actually let your dreams come to life. I love that. Tying that back to the bringing their ideas to fruition, right? Okay, Absolutely. so those two concepts we got. Tell me more about that now. Now you have more than 15 seconds. Uh, so let's hear Let's hear just a little bit more detail about the vision itself. Yeah, so I mean, my, my company is called Rebel Media because I feel like people who have these big ideas and they want to serve people in creative, innovative ways must tap into their inner rebel and be okay with, you know, thinking outside the box and offering solutions that may not exist or in ways that don't feel traditional or socially, you know, normalized or even accepted in, in positive ways. And that to me is, can feel like a pipe dream and people just limit themselves like crazy. And a lot of times the excuse is, I don't know how. And I get that, that feels very legitimate until you realize that as long as you know why you want to do something and you have that deep passion for it, you can learn the how or hire somebody who does the how well, and you can continue to build that passion. I love that. Uh, golly, there's so many ways we can go with that. One, I want to call you the positive rebel. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I see that those two things go hand in hand. And when you live in a world of negativity, you know, and we live in a world that does have a lot of negativity in it, there's plenty of positive too. It's often what color are you looking for? You know, in the world, it's usually what you see, right? Um, but there's so many people that feel so drowned by the negativity that you can feel very alone in the process, which means that you're rebelling against that that nature. So the, um, the I don't know hows, what came to mind when you said that was that so many people don't know where to get the support, right? I don't know who supports me, right? They might know how, but everybody's challenged and saying no, um, you know, and what have you learned in your experience that has caused you to become such a supportive individual? Because that you emulate, like you radiate support. Where'd you pick that up? You know, I've, I, I guess I've been lucky. I've been very supported in my life. And it I've been supported in circles that are not necessarily traditional or, you know, we wouldn't expect to get support for, I, I'm having a hard time thinking of an example, but I, I very much recognize and appreciate and value how support 
can take you from a place of like, I don't think I can keep moving to I'm just going to take one more step. And the world of entrepreneurship, as you said, it can be one of the loneliest places on earth. Yes. If you decide to, you know, call it that. Or you can look at it as like, wow, I am going to seek out people who identify as entrepreneurs because they are open to connection. They're open to collaboration, to connecting you with people. And it's interesting because I've been in this space for so long that when I talk to people who are more familiar with the corporate space, I get this like suffocating feeling. Like when they say like paid time off, I'm like, what is, <laughs> I don't, I don't ever want to go back there. You know, like they have to ask to, to do things in their life that bring them joy. Oh. And I get that that's a place that people need to be or choose to be. I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm just saying it's not for me and it's right. not for many people and know that there are people out there and, and they want to connect with you. And one of the things that the words that I I want to eliminate from the entrepreneur dictionary is Let's competition. Do it. Let's oh, do it. for real, right? The C word. Oh my Yes. God. I love meeting other designers because every client in the world shouldn't work with me and I shouldn't say yes to them, right? If you have a strong referral pool, you don't have competition, you have collaboration and you can lift each other up. And that's what this is all about. So. Oh, that's right. And that, that reminds me of my other C word that I'd like to eliminate, which is cheating. Oh, uh, yeah. In terms of on tests, right? It's collaboration in the real world. You're you're modeling, you're borrowing, you're sharing, right? Collective information. So, um, but yeah, that competition word is that there's some people who, you know, it's it's hard to inspire them to let go, right, of that reality. But there's so many that that will and can. That's what also what's so cool about Kajabi. You know, as all these collaborators, collaborators were there, these course creators who could feel intimidated or threatened. Yet here we are openly sharing what it is we're up to, how it is we're going about it. Um, and then it's empowering because you're not talking to people who don't understand your world. You're talking to people who get you, you know, what you're up to. And they're like, man, I'm going to these same things too. So absolutely. Well, who, who are some of your favorite people that you connected with at the Kajabi event? Uh, three new people. Oh my gosh. Only three. Okay. <laughs> you can so... do one, you can do five. <laughs> man, this is really, really hard. And I may only know their first names, but I met someone Sorry. named Mel and Mel okay. is amazing. Mel is a leadership coach. Um, he works, he works a lot actually in the corporate space. And right. I find that fascinating as for we'll somebody find their who, info and we'll drop it in the show notes. So everybody who's listening, yeah. oh, that way you've got that. I am. I actually can, let me grab his last name for you right now. So I don't forget. Yeah. And his full name is Melrick, which Melrick. I thought was That's cool. cool Melrick Mitchell. Mel Mitchell. Okay. Um, yeah. So he, we actually had lunch together a couple of times and we sort of formed this little, this little crew, um, that we would sit together and, um, yeah, just and and he is great. He's he's kept in touch. We have like a little group text going and he wants to collaborate. And it's so interesting because our little group, we had four very different businesses. Mm. And yet, we're going to find a way to create something together. We don't know what it is, but we enjoy each other's personalities. We we hit it off as as people and so we feel like we could support each other in whatever this becomes you know the other person uh, her name is abby unger and she is a she coaches aspiring travel agents no not travel agents flight attendants okay so if you want to apply nice. to be a flight attendant prepare for your interview there's so many people who want to do that they're intimidated like totally. Where, how do you even get in <laughs> totally she's a phenomenal uh community and courses for that so i mean she's amazing um and then 
you know, Paul Larson is another person in that group. He is another leadership and imposter syndrome coach for, he works with corporations and individuals um, and sort of like the C-suite level. Did you tell so, him his name is spelled wrong? You rebel against it. Paul? Is his Paul. A yeah. Come Did on. you tell him it's, it's spelled wrong? Wall. <laughs> right. <laughs> you like my dad jokes? These, I these love them. Pretty good. The at world the needs jokes. more dad jokes. Yeah. Thank you. Jaime, you're welcome to come on and tell a dad joke when you're ready. Okay. <laughs> So I was like, no, please. Oh, <laughs> all right. So what powerful lesson, right? If we go back towards uh, the, the, the audience, as far as what they're learning is they're putting their visions out there. They're getting ideas out there. Um, what can they learn from your experience? What did you wish I, you knew? I really want to answer that question, but I first, I want to say hi to Mr. Dongo. Hey, what's up, Mr. Dongo? Woo! One of the most incredible humans on this planet. We got a sneak peek interview with him already. He's coming on to the next. He's coming on in a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, yes. I may, we'll, we'll get that coordinated, but yeah, buddy. If you didn't get my LinkedIn message, it's on LinkedIn. You got the link. <laughs> so we did, we did an interview with him in my, in my uh, hotel room. I set up the podcast on the 36th floor overlooking yeah. the river and all that. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. A couple of people in there. He was one of those. And I was like, man, this dude is so cool. He's all about overcoming any types of adversities. I mean, he's been through it and uh, found some serious success. So absolutely. Yeah. His energy is amazing. Yes. All right. Awesome. So what did you learn from your experience on this path that other visionaries, I um, mean, like that you wish you had known that will help them on their way? Oh, yeah. The there screen. are so many things that I learned. <laughs> Um, and that I keep learning. It's it's almost like this question needs to be asked every week. Here we go, right? Yeah, right. So here um, we go. You've got you got a two minute. <laughs> you got to say goodbye to yourself. You know, but you're talking to your 20 year old, 25 year old. I don't. How how old are you? You look like you might not be older than 25. Oh, thank you. I turn 37 in a month. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, some people have good skin genes and maintain <laughs> their youth, I guess, or drink the right herbal teas. I don't know what you do, but that's another episode, guys. We'll get her on a podcast with a health coach. Um, <laughs> you can follow her for that too. So Pua, what would you tell yourself at 25 years old? You have two minutes to tell yourself something. Oh my gosh. I would tell myself to start a business right now. Anything, just start something. There's a, a quote that I like to use called JLS which the PG version is just launch something. Um, I think the ability to create and launch, create yes. and launch, create and launch, and like just have that muscle start to build at a young age. It doesn't matter what it is. Sell a PDF, sell photography. That is an exercise in confidence and empowerment and knowing that you can create abundance and energy for yourself. And, you know, yeah, you can go ahead and do all the weird jobs that you did that led you nowhere. That was valuable as well. Um, but I, I do wish that I had begun my entrepreneurial journey much, much earlier and potentially saved money by not going to college. <laughs> Mm, well said. Uh, it's a it's a difficult subject. It's one where that people love to be controversial with it. I'm not the most controversial person, I don't think. But if you weren't prepared for college, you don't. If you didn't know how to network, you know, if you didn't know how to see the end goal of where you were going with it, like you end up with a 0.33 GPA. <laughs> okay, we were there together. Um, so yeah, and uh, you don't know what you don't know about that environment, that culture, right? So fortunately, I did not have the money to go through that process. Um, and nor was I going to get a grant or a scholarship after already ruining that experience. So I didn't have to go through that process of figuring out the hard way that I was never going to make it through that, that means of education. 
So there's other ways to learn, right? I learned that I wanted to be a business owner. So I went and started working for business owners. Is it like, what a novel concept, right? You want to learn about business? Go work for some businesses and earn your keep. Totally. Learn the value of a dollar. Learn what the ends of a business looks like. Should I have kids? I will say you may go to college if you'd like, but you must travel and work first. I like that. Right? Yep. I do. Mm -hmm. I I like that. I hope hope my children as well. I've got four. Um, And so I I hope that they uh, will, will learn as much as they can, you know, about the different options they have while they're young so that they can explore that. And if they... If they, we can put them in a position to where they're financially able to make that decision, not based on a need, you know, but based on the discovery of life. Like, I think that's one of the best positions we can put children in is where they're empowered to make that decision as responsible adults, not saying, oh, I have the adult card now. I should act like one. Um, and that was that was me. I should I should I should use all my adult freedoms um, because I have them now, but not understand the consequences. Right. Absolutely. I don't, I'm on my I'm on my soapbox now. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's it's true. And we are all just still kids who are figuring life out until until we die, right? Nobody actually oh knows gosh. what they're doing. Right. I, I agree with that too. And it's it's funny, people like Jackson, like, why are you talking to me like I'm a child? I'm like, I I'm a child. <laughs> you know, like what, what do you mean? I, first of all, I have four little children. I was like, so I'm constantly talking to them. But second off, no, like I'm just I'm all, I'm inquisitive. You know, I like to play around. I like to, you know, live with a yeah, with that mindset of like we're still trying to figure things out. It's weird how people yeah. lose sight I think of that. I don't that's get it. the when we stop trying to progress and figure things out. Like if you think about how a baby learns how to walk. And they are like pushing themselves to the limit to like roll over and then crawl and they're exhausted and they're just trying and they're failing and they're trying and they're failing and then they do it and then they do it again. And that's as humans, that's what we're supposed to do for the rest of our lives. And it gets slower maybe. But I think when you stop doing that is is sort of when you start to become an adult and Mm. like, I don't want that. I never want that for myself. Right. And you start learning to force the issue too, of like doing things that others want you to do rather than doing what you kind of know you need to do as a baby. You know what you want and you know what you need, right? You either need food, yeah. water, or sleep, like, you know, and, and to explore. And like, then you start doing it for other people's sake rather than your own. And if you get trapped in that, it can be a, it can lead to shackles. Um, I would say that that are not necessarily in your best interest. So I want to go back to your group concept with this. So you got, you got a couple of people who are going to consider doing, creating something together, right? And you could force that path and be like, okay, well, here's what we have to create. But it sounds like you're making some space for discovering, well, what does that look like? I call that the golden window of opportunity, by the way. You get four collaborators or any collaborators. If we, if we like decide to do something, then I'm like, hold on. You and I could start a plumbing company in Seattle and probably turn into a seven-figure company within a matter of a couple of years, maybe faster. Um, but is that the right opportunity You know, for us to really go down or should we wait and, and assess how we go about that? So how are you guys going to go about incubating the type of idea that is just going to come to y'all naturally or will there be like a collaboration process teach us yeah that's a (laughs) oh man the pressure um that's a great question and i i feel like i've been in these types of groups in the past where you do force collaboration and you're like this is a group we'd be great together and we must do this thing and everybody's kind of excited about it and then as you like become more involved in the planning maybe like at least for me I remember feeling like I don't think I want to do this anymore but is it too late like am I committed uh and you know I think that approaching collaboration
connection from a space of authenticity and just like being very open-minded and open lines of communication. If you're going to do, let's say, a TED talk together and you want to, this is something that I've, I've actually, I have a group that we're looking to do that. Um, and people have come and gone within this group because at the, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, a TED talk, sign me up. I'm so in. Right. And then, you know, the logistics, the actual commitment to planning and getting everything set up. Some people are like, oh my gosh, you know what? I just, I, I don't think that I'm actually able to help with this or, you know, it doesn't actually light me up in the way that I thought. And the fact that they felt comfortable enough to express that meant everything to me because you don't want people feeling stuck in something that they don't want to be a part of. No. So, you know, that's important to me from here on out when it comes to collaboration. So the four of us are planning, you know, a few of us are traveling in the next few weeks. So we're just going to regroup and sort of check in, hold each other accountable to, you know, the, the things that we spoke about at the event um, that we were going to do for our own businesses and and explore possibilities. But that's really where we're at right now. We don't have an idea per se. We just really enjoyed each other. And even if it just becomes like a, a great referral group or a network to share about each other's businesses and spaces that we're a part of, then that's cool. And if it becomes a flight attendant leadership web design <laughs> course, then that's cool too. <laughs> Right. That's awesome. Cover the spectrum. Got your niche down. Good. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Target audience. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So the how how excited are you to come back to Texas? Yay or nay? Oh, so much yay. Yeah, good. I'm you know, I'm yeah. a little biased here, so I appreciate that. Um maybe there's some missing it out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so the Next question with that, um, well, in the ops, actually the open invitation is one of my main goals for next year is to launch a new event called Passion Pro as part of my program, passionpro.org. I don't know if you know about this uh, yet. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. Well, when you get a chance, um, definitely check out passionpro.org. It is not jacksonpassion.org. It is not passionjackson.org. This is not about me. It's about a mission to bring people to a point where they can recognize and discover their passions and find uh, their ability to, to live fully. I mean, on find purpose in life. So um, that said, it's going to draw a number of types of people, musicians, artists. Uh, it's going to become something fun. I'm a nurturer at heart. That's my passion. Um, and I like to heal. That's not fun. Um, you know, people don't get excited about that. I do. Um, but that said, I would love for you guys to be included in the process of potentially planning where that goes. Because from your, your journal that we were looking at, the PDF, Jaime, if you if you happen to have that, I'd love to pull that out um, to just the, the genuine nature um, in which you show up. I can see that your passions, your purpose are super well aligned and you, you emulate what I'm trying to help people strive to become in life. Amazing. I have chills. And okay. yeah, I love this so much. By the way, this page, very cool. Just from oh, the passion pro designer's one? perspective. Um, yeah. yeah this They're is fun. Phenomenal. I am an awful designer, by the way. I don't design. My team does all the design. I, I write and sometimes what I write is good. So I love it. I mean, it. you've it's gotten you this far. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, all right. So now we've got we've got your PDF pulled up, and this reminds me a lot of like a mastery journal, like what John Lee Dumas has um, online. Entrepreneur on Fire. Big shout out. Big fan. Um, we did run the ads, the YouTube ads for his Kickstarter when he launched it at Video Power. Um, but 
I'm loving this because this is free and it's got a lot of similar concepts of great principles that people can build on. Can you tell us about it? Absolutely. So this is a process that I've done every week for probably seven years. Um, I've missed weeks. I am a human, <laughs> but it definitely, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no robots here. Um, the, this was designed to keep you in alignment with your goals and to allow your goals to shift. Because I think a lot of times we set you know, like New Year's resolutions or quarterly goals. And in the moment, the planning of that is so fun. It's so expansive and it's so limitless and there's energy around that. And that is energy that like, if I could drink that in a bottle that, you know, sign me up, I'll, I'll pay millions of dollars for that. And I wanted to find a way to capture that and keep it at the forefront of everything that we do as much as possible. You are going to have challenge. You're going to have days that you feel like crap. It's, you know, we're, again, we're human. But yeah. this is designed to continue to keep you in alignment with the way that you want to be living, the things you want to achieve, the ways that you want to spend your time or not spend your time, the things that will actually get you closer to your vision and your goals. Um, and it's designed and it's, it's broken up into two parts. So the first part is called uh, big vision. And that's like, you know, the classic magic wand question. Like, what do you want? Like, really, if you could have anything, if your business could be anything, if your life could, if you could go anywhere, you know, what is that? And from there, breaking it down, like, okay, cool. Nobody says you can't have that. So let's make it happen. And every week you then check in against those goals to see, you know, what could I do this week to get me closer to that? How am I feeling? What could I do to help me to feel better? How, what are ways that I want, that I want to feel better? Right. Um, and so just always having that awareness and creating new awareness around that. And then going back to that big vision as often as you want and not feeling like you have to wait until, you know, January 1st of the next year to create this big new goal and resolution for yourself. Because over the course of the year, we change. And our yeah. visions change and our lifestyles change and what becomes important to us changes. And so allowing for that shift to feel okay and natural and readjusting and realigning along the way. Um, so that's really, yeah, I, I could go on for a long time about this, but that's the gist. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. That's uh, Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com has a great program on on establishing goals um, and healthy goals and mindset around it. And you've, you've reflected a lot of what he teaches um, in terms of like, you didn't, you didn't fail the goal. You set a goal to do something that you don't know how to accomplish, right? That's outside of your reach. That's why it's, that's why it's goal is to get you to push yourself, but you only, you know, I don't think there is a way to fail it, but um, if you can take that goal and look at it and say, all right, what do I need to optimize? What do I, what do I want to change in order to get to where I want to go? Then, those pivot points, they, they matter a lot. So totally. And I find the gratitude part of this mm. is a way for us. So let's say I want to, this happened to me. I mm. want to have a web design company and I want to design websites because it's something that I'm good at. And, or I, you know, I thought I was good at. And so here I am, I'm launching this business. And all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, I want to shift this and I want to pivot. And that's no longer my vision. Am I, Am I no longer honoring that? Am I giving up on the goal to have that as my business if I change it? 
And when we bring gratitude into that, we can say, here is everything that brought me to where I am today. And I'm so grateful that I had the experience of not loving being a web designer for every single person that came through my door. And I'd like to pivot. I'd like to niche down. I'd like to have a team, you know, whatever that looks like. And it allows you to honor that part of your journey and your goals and your visions at that time to be okay with the pivot. Absolutely. It's, I like, I coordinate it, I correlate it with climbing the top, to the top of a mountain, right? You, you want to get to that top of that mountain and then you get to the top and you look out and you see there's all these other opportunities that are out there, right? So then your vision or goal shifts. Maybe you want to go to the ocean. Um, you know, maybe you want to go to the lake. Maybe, there's lots of things that happen as you move on. And so keeping an open mind to that, um, yeah. if you can remember, that's exactly how goals work too. Um, it's just not something you physically see then, you know, you can be grateful for that. I'm, I love that. It's, uh, it's sad when people look back in their life and they, they see what they've done to get to where they are and they feel negative about it. It's like, well, you know, those, those things you can learn from if you choose. So why, why is that important to you, Pua, that not only that, not to you, why is it important to you that others find this? And, and have this clarity of, of idea um, on this path for themselves. Why does that matter to you? Yeah. I mean, I, I believe in energy. I believe in sort of a collective vibration of humanity. And I don't know, take it or leave it. Um, but the more people that we can encourage to feel good, to feel energized, to feel fulfilled, I think the more people are going to create And we are all creative beings. Like, I think that's just human nature. And to allow ourselves to feel expansive enough to create, to feel confident enough to put our creations out into the world in whatever form that is, music, Mm -hmm. uh, innovation, um, coming up with like a new idea, lunch truck, like it doesn't matter what it is, but there's, there's enthusiasm, there's confidence, there's energy in feeling gratitude, in knowing that what you're doing every day matters and that ripple effect that you can have on, you know, everybody that you come in contact with, it's priceless and it's it's free. It's just energy. And all we have to do is tap into that and share it. So that's, I know this is like so intangible, but I think that that's the effect that this kind of work can have. I think it's tangible to those who hear it, right? To those who, who can feel it, you know, like there's, there's people who won't be able to, but those who can know exactly what you're talking about and it validates that reality. So yeah, I'm going to go even more intangible then. Where is there a time in your life that you can remember where you discovered that, right? Where you realized, oh my gosh, there's this energy that exists. I want to, I want to feel it. I want to distribute it. I want to be part of it. What's the story of when, like, when you found this? Yeah, that's a great question. And I I think that I discovered it early on. Um, I was like, you know, the the high schooler who was the counselor for camps that the school would put on. Um, I I was often involved in like group activities where the whole point of it was to sort of tap into our creativity. Um, I led fitness classes. And even there, like 
being able to take people's energy. They come in from all walks of life. Like, was this because you were a natural born leader or was this, is there something else that sparked this? (laughs) I don't know. I, I don't know. And I, I've been told that and I don't, I don't necessarily like identify with that on the inside, but I see it happening. So I am, it might be true. Um, (laughs) Mm. But yeah, it, it was, it's, it was when I started teaching fitness classes and that that actually was the catalyst to starting a business with one of my friends from the gym. Um, but I realized that I could shift energy and that people could come in tired after work or they just got in a fight with their kids or they just don't feel like being there and they just have to get themselves in the door, connect with the people around them and work in this shared space with great music and high fives and they're, they may have to go back home to whatever it is that they're dealing with. But for that hour, their energy could be shifted. And there are like a fitness class is one fixed example of how we as individuals can affect an energetic shift in a big group. And that ripple effect can go on. So if you start your day at the gym and you, you know, you have a great class and you see your friends and you go off to work, your perspective as you handle, you know, challenges or dynamics of certain groups or whatever can be drastically different than if you roll out of bed feeling like crap, uh, you know, you don't move your body, there's no meditation, there's no breathing, you just kind of roll into everything by default and just go, you know, there's, it's, it's a much different way to approach the same situation. Um, so I don't know, I think that's sort of where that started. I got you. I've got some <laughs> improvements to make there. Uh, my exercise, I I do one sit up in the morning, um, and if I'm out of bed, yeah, that's, that's an it, important man. one. That's my, that's my sit up for the day. Uh, sometimes I roll over on my side though, so I don't have to do it. Um, but that's that. See, <laughs> so some people can't do that. So where you know, comes from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I need to. I need to get past the whole like skinny fat stage of life at some point. Um, so it's people like you that will inspire that though. You know, it's like, all right, it's going to be your fault someday when I'm actually in shape and I can be like, all right, it was Pua and Dr. Yates and Jaime and Sebastian who all told me, come on, Jackson, let's get Dean, get this together. So thank you for continuing to try to knock on that door for me. Um, any of you other people who don't like to work out out there, we, we can relate the ones who, who do, um, you know, like someday please inspire me. Um, I'll figure it out. So a uh, quick question, switching gears completely um, back to Rebel Media and what you do at Rebel Media with, with the company. Do you guys have an irresistible high ticket offer that you're able to introduce oh, us today? Yeah. All right. We'd irresistible. Love um, yes. Yeah. What, what is it? What do you got? What do you do? So we do my, my passion within this business is to create ecosystems where you can just have a space to serve your clients at wherever they're at. And so it's very much like Brendan Burchard's um, sort of the path that he walked us through in his four simple slides (laughs) of, you know, you have a free, something free, a podcast, a YouTube channel, something of value. And I believe so strongly in providing value and a way for people to access your unique brilliance wherever they're at and allow them to explore the ecosystem on their terms, right? So you've got the free value. It could be a download, you know, whatever that looks like. 
Then there's the low ticket, whatever that looks like, right? And I love the way that Brendan Burchard had the, like the $7 to the $49 to the $297 to the $1,000 or, you know, $10,000. That's the strategy that we work with our clients. So you're to referring to something like this, correct? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And everyone should have this. And mm. I think everyone can. And to be honest, most people already have this. It's just all separate. And they don't right. realize that they could bring it together. That's so right. Our big irresistible offer is we set the entire ecosystem up for you. So it's your website. It's creating and branding and, and designing your course experiences. And I call them course experiences rather than just courses because you're selling an experience and you're selling a transformation. Um, and so we, there's a lot of strategy that goes into it, um, but we do the heavy lifting and you get to just share your dreams and your visions with us. Um, so we'll do that, you know, set up the automations. And I, I like to call it the all-inclusive package because I want to yeah. include everything that's important to you. And every single business is completely unique. So there's no way that I can say like, Here's what you get. You get five website pages and you get this one course and this one funnel. Like it's, it's going to be what you need to create that experience for your customers. Um, and it is high ticket and it is totally worth it. That's right. Jaime, what company does this sound like? You're welcome to come on. <laughs> Everybody's like, uh -oh. <laughs> Jaime, come on, buddy. Let's hear it. Oh, you're muted. You're muted, my friend. I am. Yeah, it sounds sounds very familiar. <laughs> you almost did my exact pitch. Yep. Oh, well, <laughs> we should totally be referral partners because I don't I believe agree. in competition. <laughs> no, I agree. No, no, no. I love it, but it's. I'm saying like you validate what we're what we do. I mean, it's funny because there's so many people who you know when you're training people on this process as well. It's like what. Um, you know, like when you're trying to help people's mindset shift on it, no, 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 we, we need a lot of people involved in the process. Um, and the budget, you know, is a big part of what determines the scope of work, but also the assets that exist, right? If, if they've got strengths that we didn't know going into it, then why in the world would we give them a second right arm if they've already got a right arm and they don't have a left arm? So we look at it from a, I always say we try to approach our situation like heart surgeons. Hmm. We don't just, you know, you go to the doctor, you're going to fill all this paperwork you don't want to fill out. You go to the surgeon, you're going to fill out three times as much paperwork. Um, and we have to do all sorts of discovery to make sure that we are building what your vision entails, not our vision. So we have we have some major collab to do in the future. Pua. This is Amazing. this is refreshing. I'm like so yeah. happy right now. <laughs> Yay! That's totally reassuring for me too. Cause sometimes I'm like, should I just make this a thing? Cause it's it's a little hard to explain. And if I just had, you know, here's what you get. You submit this form, we pop this out for you, and then you can be on your way. And that feels like a red yucky. ocean. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you know it. It is. Um, it is. And uh there's there's certain elements of the business growth that that require um you know commonality right a sense of commonality what was what exists but if a business owner if you were to go um right now to um mckinsey and company or bain capital or you know one of the big providers or any bank right to get a business loan they're going to ask for a ton of information from you and a ton of money 
right? If you're not going, if you're going to the bank, they're going to, they're going to get you on the interest, um, right? They just need you to pass the tests in order to get, loan you the money. They really don't care if you know how to operate that business or not. You just got to jump through all these hoops. But if you're going to go to the super, super big dogs, Deloitte's, um, and actually get business help, you're going to pay a whole bunch of money on the front end for the strategic assessments that are needed to make sure that, or the venture capitalists, same thing, yeah. you're gonna them a whole bunch. And those entities, um, you know, there's a reason why they have a very large price tag. That's the reason why most people in our space don't even know how those businesses work. Yeah. It's, I, I think that, that it's, it's purposely confusing. Yeah, I, I think there is some elements, <laughs> of that. but the good news is there are people like you and I, um, you know, that are putting these formulas together, um, you know, and helping people catch the drift of, you know, let's, let's stop looking at the mechanics, you know, let, let's stop looking at the tools. Let's start working with the right people on the right projects for the right reasons. Um, and that will allow us to, to build something that is sustainable and awesome. So I'm really happy we hosted Absolutely. you, um, and, uh, rebel media, um, you know, the, the actual link to it, I'm just gonna look up the URL one more time, rblmedia.co. Um, that's correct. Uh, right. That's the one yep, that's going to be permanently exactly. there. Yep. rblmedia.co. Uh, definitely check out what pulls up to on there and you can connect with them on Instagram as well at rbl.media. Um, and uh, yeah, if you've enjoyed this episode, then I can only imagine how much more in depth and how much more awesome a conversation with pool would be one-on-one. So vision pros, thanks for tuning in today and uh, let us know in the comments uh, what you appreciate about the show. It's always helpful to know which guests you gravitate towards most, um, what things you'd like to know from us. I'm sure Pooh would be happy to add comments as well. If you tag her and say, Hey, I'd like to know this from you. Um, don't hesitate to do that. Like subscribe, comment. If you want more people to find this shared, of course, and uh, we will see you in the next episode. Pooh, anything you want to add before I wrap up? JLS. Just launch something. Just launch. Beep. (laughs) Uh, Something. Vision Pros, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.